Hello my fans, friends, welcome to another Friday treat. We're not doing a retro rehearsal for this week, this is brand new content. Uh, it's a chat I had with the children's author Catherine Wilkins, aka Catherine Herring. She's my wife, my wife. And um, this is just a little publicity thing we did to uh, let the world know. She has a new book out called You're Not the Boss of Me, which is available from all good bookshops, published by Nosy Crow. Uh, ideal for girls uh, between sort of nine and 14 I'd say but uh, I like it and I'm a 54 year old man it's very funny so uh, I think boys will enjoy it too um, we'll hear all, all about the book in the podcast I'm sort of thinking of doing a Friday book club style thing where I talk to various authors um, not necessarily full-on rehearsals but just a little bonus extra for you but uh when we don't have those, we'll carry on doing retro rehearsals. There may be another little special thing uh, next week as well. So, uh, you know, just trying to keep up with giving you lots of stuff to enjoy. So thank you to Katie for taking part in this. Do check out her book, available at Amazon and everywhere else. You're not the boss of me. And she's got another six books, I think. Seven books. Loads of books. She says how many it is in the interview. I've lost count. Uh, she's very, very good author and i am extremely biased but also it's true she is so let's sit back relax and enjoy rahalastapa with the wonderful katherine wilkins it's not rahalastapa hello i don't know if this is working um Okay. Uh, right. This is going to be slick. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to the live Drunk Women Instagram. Um, me doing a book. I'm a media node. Um, hi, everyone. Um, I think Rich will be joining in a sec. Um... I think he needs to, like, ask to join, and I can't see um, any... Oh, hey, Hannah George. I love you, too. Hey, do you happen to know how Rich can join? Because I can't... Oh, okay, he says he's, <laughs> he's joined. Um... Oh, he sent... Okay, right, yeah, view request that do anything and then go live with Richard okay so in a second it should split the screen I think and then we'll be live together Ooh. Hey. Yay, it Hello. Hooray. how are you doing how is it upstairs <laughs> it's great I just Good. I just casually arranged <laughs> yeah I didn't know we had a bookshop no it's great isn't it I it's just um just a coincidence i think that they they just kind of fell into this position very um, nice and your writers guild awards there as well very good yeah, Congratulations. Just, uh, it's just casual oh you've just caught me next to writers <laughs> guild award must, must be nice, <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> well welcome to my live instagram thank you um, is that me or everyone else everyone and especially ah, you of course good. Well, I'm very excited about your new book. Hooray! You're not, you're not the boss of me. It's always back. Is it backwards for everyone else? It's always oh, yeah. backwards for me. 
Oh, yeah. That's all right. They yeah. can work it out. Ton Yarosob Ermra. Someone's the boss of me. <laughs> it's very good. I've just started reading it. I haven't finished it yet. Yeah. It's good. Oh, good. That's good to hear. Was, you know, there's a pushy boy character who thinks he's the funniest and doesn't want girls to join in. I wonder who that could be based on. <laughs> well, it's not based on you. because you No, it is not. But there's, a character, there's a character who uh, eats yoghurt with a fork that I think might be based on me. Do you know, you, you mentioned that earlier and I had completely forgotten that you did that. So no, there you go. And drinks go. Barocca like it's a yes, shot. Subconsciously remembered. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of me in this book. Okay. So okay. If people are interested in that, that's good. Uh, shall I ask you some questions? You ready yeah, for questions? You just... or should we fill more time? Um, no, I'm. I would like some questions, but also, can you just remind me why you were eating yogurt with a fork? Because uh, I couldn't find a spoon, like the. Oh, I mean, it really was. It was the same so, reason. I, in the book. I couldn't find a spoon, so I, but I used the you know the handle end of the fork to. Right, because it's more like, yeah. yeah. I think I tried the other end first, and then, uh, and it was good. And then, uh, then I think I did a sketch on as it occurs to me about it. So you know, people will know it's me and be laughing at me. <laughs> so that's why I try to pretend I'm the horrible boy uh, right. at school. Right. Save some face. <laughs> so it's a very good book, though. Thank and you. And as are all your books, it's incredible. The how, how many books have you written, Kate? I've lost track how many it is. This is book number seven. What? Yeah. That's insane. Um, <laughs> and so this book's really, is it very slightly older kids than the yeah. other ones? I've noticed there was things well, about periods and things like that in there. There, there is. It, periods do get mentioned. Yeah. Uh, but only briefly. Um, but, you know, that's... I don't think there should be an age restriction on learning about periods. There shouldn't, but it's a bit racier. There's some racier <laughs> stuff in there. It's not racy. It's racy stuff. <laughs> what made you want to write for, for teenagers? Um, so I, I've always, um, I've always loved jokes and stories. That's my favourite thing. And I wanted to write the kind of books that I would have liked to read when I was a teenager. Uh, so kind of, you know, funny books that talk about sort of issues that affect uh, your real life. No, good. And yeah, so, but your other books were for slightly, were, were, I mean, they were for sort of eight to yeah. 12 year olds, maybe. So, yeah, the first, so the first four books, which are a series, um, My Best Friend and Other Enemies, somewhere over here. Um, they were for eight to 12 year olds. That's four books. And um, then there were two standalone books, uh, When Good Geeks Go Bad and... Um, Weird Friends fan club, and they were sort of more um, for sort of ten to fourteen year olds, which this one sort of is as well. So slightly older, but still uh, very much PG PG young adult. So there's no maybe periods get mentioned, but there's not there's no kissing, there's no swearing, um, and I. But the, so I thought these were sort of for older, but they they do keep being described as middle grade. Uh, probably because they are so PG. Uh, so they're kind of, they're, you know, if you're an advanced reader, you could be eight and read this, or they're kind of for teenagers. It sort of depends, you know, it's sort of, it's treading, treading everywhere. 
I've enjoyed them, and I'm uh, 54 years old. Well, so. this is it. See, I think it's. I think adults would like it. I genuinely think in that kind of, um, in that way that everybody was a teenager, there's stuff to enjoy. Yeah. Um, and uh, would you say that, I mean, this one seems to be quite heavily weighted to, towards female readers, certainly to start with. Is, it, is, it, is, is that who you're aiming for, or a boy, do you think boys will want to read this as well? Um. I think it is being weighted. Well, I think it's definitely being marketed more towards girls. Um, sim you know, probably for various reasons. I mean, it says, let the boys be in charge. You must be joking on the front. So, you I know, mean, I'm not sure how many boys are going to yeah, stop reading that. It probably doesn't feel super welcoming <laughs> to the boys. But I would say that um, it's, I don't think it's a book that is, ugh, boys suck, despite that being the... Um, what do you call it? Strapline. Yeah. Um, I think it's very much because the book does discuss and explore uh, sexism in schools. And uh, specifically, my character, Amy Miller, is this confident, um, happy, enthusiastic, ambitious year nine girl who loves comedy and wants to write comedy sketches for the school comedy show. Um, she's wanted to do it for years. She just loves it. And then the uh, some boys decide that they are in charge of all comedy and that they want to veto sketches and they don't want girl writers. And um, uh, she's obviously disappointed. And then sort of partway through the book, she realizes that what's happening is some of what's happening is sexism. And so she has to take a stand. So the thing is, I but I don't think that the book is like, oh, boys are the worst. Oh, God, boys. I think it's very much, um, it, you know, the enemy is a sort of a dysfunctional culture. I think the boys are sort of as trapped in a mould as anyone. They're, um, you know, sexism hurts everybody. Um, so they've kind of, you know, they're insecure. They're feeling forced to do bravado. There's all sorts of mad reasons why they're behaving the way they are as well. So I don't, I think, um, ironically, boys might get something out of it, but they're probably not going to pick it up with that strap. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. But I would, I'd ask you, when is, when's International Men's Day, though? That's the, that's the <laughs> question I'd ask you. So is and it actually, very is well society known. actually sexist against men? That's what I would it's say. November 19th, isn't it? It's November the nineteenth. Um, I, I think boys would enjoy it, and you know, it's a it's a funny book. And I guess you're sort of slightly right about nerdier characters, I suppose, oh. geekier characters. Which is again, I think a lot of the kind of boys who like reading comedy books, I think, will yeah. enjoy this. You know, yes. Even if they feel some of them might feel they have to hide it from their friends. So do give it to your boys as well as your. Uh, yeah, get, get, get them a Kindle, let them keep their spread <laughs> if that's what's important. <laughs> and so is this character, it doesn't feel to me this character is based on Katie Wilkins, but is the is it based on your life or is it what inspired this particular idea? That's a really good question because it is, it is not, um, you're quite right, this character is very confident. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, but that was the appeal for me for it because the thing is at one time or another i've i've had pockets of confidence so i can still i can still write authentically about <laughs> what that's like um and i i do i feel i really wanted to write this character who is i really wanted to write a um a book about a teenage girl that is genuinely confident like audaciously confident um and not in that way that you know 
she knows how to game the system and she's too cool for school in a way that she's too naff for school, but she's done the maths and she's decided that it'd be more fun to just be her authentic self um, and crack on and just be a bit naff. Then, you know, she doesn't, she genuinely doesn't care what people think. And I wanted to explore what that would look like, you know, for a character that's genuinely at peace with the fact that not everyone will like you. Cause I think especially when you're a teenager and even when you're an adult, it's very difficult to be like, okay, we're not going to be able to get on with everyone. That person clearly hates me. Something about my face offends that person. That person hates my voice. It's very difficult to not be like, oh my God, well, I should probably change my voice. Shall I get a voice? You know, like it's very, <laughs> it's very hard to live with that and make peace with it. So I wanted to have a character that's genuinely like, well, that's not my problem. What that person thinks is none of my business. Um, so I felt really strongly because I, also I think, you know, there are lots of books about insecure teenagers already I've written some of them and I think that's brilliant because there are it's a very insecure time and you you know it's very relatable to have insecure uh it's a very vulnerable time so that people need to hear oh great I'm not the only one that feels this way but but at the same time as a reader as a fan of reading and comedy myself I was I just kind of had got to a point where I was a bit like oh another another character that's sorry all the time i i'd like to see i just wanted to see what it'd be like for somebody to not be sorry all the time not not that she's never sorry but i just wanted to see what that there's i feel like there's fewer maps for what it looks like the other way around so i kind of wanted to have a slightly more or i'm gonna say audacious role model but that's not she's not really a role model she's a very flawed character but she's just another way of doing things it's just another way to be okay I mean, that's, you probably answered this, but, you know, how, how is that character, the main character's called Amy. Yeah. Um, is, there, is there any way you, that she developed during the, the writing process for you? Was that, was, did, did, did things change as you were writing it? Or is, is there anything else you'd like to say about, about that character? Um, you well, may have answered it already. I probably have already answered it, but um, starting to like the sound of my own voice, so I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna carry on. Uh, no, well, I think that she she's she's kind of fully formed. I don't know. I'll give you a, I'll give you the scoop. When I was coming up with her, I was like, really, I'm giving myself the scoop. I don't know what this sounds <laughs> says. Um, I really wanted a character, so I, in my head, I had her as Leslie Note meets Adrian Mole. Right. I don't know whether I pulled that off, but that's what I was hoping for. Oh, that's good, yeah. Uh, so Catwin83 says it sounds quite Catherine Ryan-esque, which I suppose is an element yeah, okay. to Okay, well, I've used the word audacious quite a lot, and Catherine yeah. Ryan has an awesome book called The Audacity. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, great. Um, and why did you want to write about sexism, given that it's a problem that's basically been solved already, so, and everyone's equal? So why did you want to write about sexism? Yeah, why are people still going on about <laughs> that? Um, well, um, I, the thing is to, I don't want to contradict you because you are a man. Thank but... you. And also your husband, I should add. Yeah. So you have, to, you have to obey me. I think that's true. We agreed you, on that. you own me now. Um, <laughs> but in, you know, in some ways, just one or two ways, sexism hasn't been solved. Okay. okay. 
so, and it is an issue that affects a lot of areas of life, you know, in some ways visible, in some ways less visible. And this is an age appropriate book. So this is very much the thin end of the wedge of sexism. Uh, so, but, but it still obviously has far reaching effects, you know, when people are discouraged from doing something that they're very passionate about for no good reason, really. Um, you know, that's, a, you know, people, industries missing out, the world misses out. So, um, and just, you know, self-esteem, well-being, human rights. So obviously we're not, it's not getting into anything uh, too upsetting or serious. So it's, it's, um, but I, I feel like it is important to, there's been lots of reports actually about sexism in schools, again, some of which are more, um, the more serious end of the wedge. Um, so I do think it's something that there was, there was this NEC, this NEC report, the 2019 report anyway, that actually had some quite upsetting findings and schools aren't, um, one of the findings was that they don't feel fully prepared to actually be able to tackle it. So I do think it's something that needs to be discussed. Um, and I do think that... Um, what I wanted to try and do a bit with this book, it's a very funny book. It's not, it's sort of, obviously it's sort of an issues book as well. My aim is that it's very entertaining and very funny, but the the story, the, the struggle uh, is to do with sexism. But I, part of my thinking was that I, when you're young, especially and something sexist happens, you don't always have the vocabulary or the knowledge to, to notice it or to label what's happening. And you can, it's very undermining and you can feel that you're the first person it's ever happened to. So what, one of the things that happens in this book is that the, there's an older sister and a mum who are quite well versed in what's going on with the world of sexism. So there's a lot that sort of fills in the blanks for the world of, you know, what the progress that's been made, the things that have happened. Um, so it just kind of anyone that some sexism happens to they won't feel like so alone or that they've somehow done something wrong because this is something that's been ongoing for a long time and there's work ongoing and hopefully as well sort of discussing some of the tools that you can use um to try and deal with it sure and and you know it's i think humor is often a great way to cover these more serious subjects yes. it's great to do it in a book for young people was it difficult not to let your anger at, I know you've been in writing rooms occasionally and, uh, and feel that sometimes uh, female writers, which I hope is changing and is in the modern world are sort of shouted down or ignored or get their own, uh, get ideas they've just said repeated back to them by a man and suddenly, suddenly it's a good idea. Um, so is, is, was, it, was it hard not to get cross about it or were you, or were you finding the funny easy to get well i think it's an excellent point but and i think and i'm sure you think this too that anger fuels comedy in that way um you know anything that's terrible or anything that's ridiculous anything like that is that's the worst something is it's like right let's that's where it is let's talk about that let's find the funny there i i yeah i think it, it like obviously if you you veer too close to anger, that's less funny. But I think if you have comedy with no anger at all, I mean, well, I guess, what, juggling? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> juggle angrily. Yeah, well, well, we've already sent it to uh, one uh, 
one child who's uh, who's wanted to be a stand-up comedian, and so it's kind. Of, do, you, do you think that uh, that that's a, that's a good demographic, or do, it's people who like comedy? But do you, do you think it's kind of broader than that? Obviously, but uh, do you think if you know someone who's interested in, in comedy, I think this is a is a is a good starting point for. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, hopefully it's it's entertaining. Um, it's funny that you know it's satirical. The character, the characters, you know, uh, my main character is an idiot a lot of the time as well. <laughs> uh, she's flawed. I, I actually part of the book is kind of discussing sketch writing and comedy and what makes something funny. So uh, yeah, if somebody was interested in writing comedy, it'd probably be helpful a little bit in that way as well. Yeah. And the teacher that, uh, early on, the teacher who's meant to be in charge of the comedy reviews, a woman sort yeah. of give, gives up, isn't really interested in it, and give, just lets the boys take over. So it's, you know, that's interesting as well, that a female, it's, a, it's sort of a, a female character in authority who should be looking out for that, who fails to look out for that. So yeah. That's a good, that's a funny and interesting point about, uh, about yeah. the importance of everybody absolutely no one's got a hook for this yeah it's true um how do you feel it's different from your previous six books <laughs> well i i feel like there are probably more similarities with the first four books uh about jessica who likes drawing funny cartoons and starts making her own comic book fanzine uh with her friends at school um it's probably got actually a fair few things in common that Jessica is quite confident, but she's in year six at um, primary school. So it's before you get to that very self-conscious time when you're a teenager. But I would, but actually there probably are lots of similarities with that in terms of content and the ambition of the characters. I think the, uh, when good geeks go bad and the weird friends fan club, are stories about teenagers but those they're different they um the characters love writing and books and stuff but they're less about the comedy it's just an incidentally it's hopefully very funny books still but they are not trying to be as funny so i guess that's the difference and i guess as well how we might have covered this on the Rahalastapa you did Rahalastapa but um, you know how was it that you got into the position where you Catherine Wilkins were you know published and got to write these amazing books well there's a long answer and a short answer and I... I've got time I'm not doing anything <laughs> I've got time <laughs> oh actually yeah it's alright alright so I wrote, I always wanted to be a writer and do comedy. I wanted to write funny stuff and do funny stuff that I didn't particularly plan on what genre it would be in. Um, that's just what I always loved. And so I wrote a book for teenagers in my early 20s and I sent it around everywhere and it was getting rejected. And then I started doing stand-up comedy and then I wrote a sitcom with a friend and then just met more and more people and then... Eventually, the sitcom got optioned, and then I managed to start talking to agents. And then the agent said, "Oh, great! I'll pass your book to someone else." And then I met my now fabulous agent Susie, but that agency shut down half the department. So then I didn't have an agent again. Uh, but I kept in touch with Susie, and then uh, Susie Jemby, shout out to Susie Jemby, <laughs> uh, 
Um, and then the um, she was having meetings and the publishers, Nosy Crow, who published this book and many fantastic books, um, were looking for something that Susie felt sounded like my voice, but but younger. So that's when I came up with a pitch for the Jessica series, My Best Friend and Other Enemies. And they liked the sound of it. But then I actually, they kept liking it, but I ended up writing the whole thing on spec. And then right at the end of that, they went, yeah, we like it. So then I got a book deal. But you'd written that original book, like in your lunchtime. And so you, it's, it's sort of just getting on with it a little bit. And, and, you know, there's a little bit of, you know, getting it to the right people. But if you're sending it out and, uh, you know, it's just such a hard thing to get published, isn't it? And that's, that's, but I think if, I think if you're right, if you just keep on writing, which is what you did, and you were just sort of, I mean, it's very impressed, you know, I'm very impressed. It's very <laughs> hard to get books published. And uh, to, you know, to, uh, is there going to be more in this series or have you got other ideas for, uh, you know, there's going to be more with these characters or are you, are you going to move on to something else? Um, there is definitely talk of more and I don't know whether it will be this Amy again or whether it will be a new standalone book um or and there's talk for a new series of younger books as well the 8 to 12 and there's talk of a new kind of 10 to 14 book but I don't know whether it'll be Amy or whether it'll be new characters great can you become as successful as JK Rowling without the you know the unpleasantness and then I can retire I mean it's good to have a goal <laughs> okay and uh, someone asked in the in the conversation is there an, going to be audio books of uh, of this yes uh there should actually already be that i think there's mm. audiobooks of all the existing ones and there should be an audiobook for this book that should have already come out on the same day today it came out today as Congratulations. thank you so, so it's available at all good bookshops and all the usual internet places and, and even uh, some daily ones probably uh, yeah and 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 good for sort of i mean you think what what do you think the the lowest and is it just people who are able to read is that would it be okay for eight-year-olds this book or is it i think yeah i think there'll, there'll be eight-year-olds that would enjoy this book for sure but it's it's more for it's um, not like 11 yeah, to middle 14. grade teenage yeah um but I think probably 10 plus will get the most out of it, but I definitely think it's for ages 8 to 80. Good. Anything else you'd like to tell us, Catherine Wilkins, the author? Um, I don't <laughs> think so. I think that's okay. it. Happy World Book Day, everybody. Oh, yeah, that's good. No one's gone to World Book Day as any of the characters from my books. <laughs> well, wouldn't that just be you? <laughs> Do it be me? With a champagne bottle up my bum, maybe. I didn't, I didn't so see why that. Why have no kids gone to school like Why have that? they not done that? That's so weird. Did anyone go as any of your characters? Have you seen any? They have done in the past. Um, oh, okay. Children have gone as, um, they made badges for the Ace Gang. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, or some cool enterprises. So, it's, But it's very much dressed down. because I've, and So I'm thinking now I need to write some books with very flamboyant uh, dresses and stuff. Yeah. So then people can dress up because there's really it's just your own clothes and possibly a badge <laughs> yeah but that's good because some people don't like to do the don't like to do this fancy dress so yeah. you know school uniform most <laughs> of your parents are in school uniform so they can just go to school in their school uniform yeah low-fi people that are too self-conscious can dress as my characters <laughs> well it's been lovely to talk to you 
Katie. Um, yeah, we, we never hang out anymore. <laughs> I know, but only, only online. Uh, we're two floors apart. Maybe we could meet up in the in the middle we floor. Let's have and, a date uh, after this. Okay, nice. <laughs> this has gone very well. I'm very happy. Thank you for what do I do? What do I do to go away? I don't. Do you know what? I do. We just, I'm we just stuck in here forever now. You know, I'm not actually sure. I'm going to try and end this now. I'm going to press okay. this cross button and that will end it for both of us. Shall we see and... if anyone wants to ask a question first? Oh, oh shit, you know, oh, sorry. Oh, don't I'm swear. I've ruined it. This is a scandal. Um, we are supposed to give away a book. Oh, yeah. To choose somebody at random. Um, I don't know how to do that, really, with all the... Um, anyone that would like a free book, do a wave or something and we need to pick <laughs> one of you. And then email you and then get your address. I haven't thought That's through That's very this. complicated. It does, doesn't it? Um, oh, someone's asking questions. Oh, someone. Right. Amy, Amy Rathmill. Amy Rathmill wants a book. I'm going to, maybe if I do, I'll just start trying to do uh, screen grabs. Actually, they're gone. They're gone. gone. Well, we could. Amy Rathmill could uh, email right. you and say it was me. We could, we'll trust her. All right. Okay. Cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, look, there's Tony Bignall. Hello, Tony. How are you oh, doing? people joining now, but we're going to... Yeah, it's too late. Oh. We're going now. Oh, um, all these people want books. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to do some screen grabs. Amira. Can you write... Do you remember it? Can you write that down and we'll DM them? She will get it. She'll... Have you written it down? Have I haven't written it down. Who are I going to write it down with? Amy Rathman. I've got it in my head. There you go. Amy Rathman. We'll find oh, out. Oh, what have I done? Uh, You're all still right. here. Okay. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank Amy you so Rathman. much for watching. Bye.